So we believe that everything good comes from great communication, great leadership, great engagement, great customer relationships come from great communication. And however we can help our clients in those spaces, we will. So sometimes it's working with internal people on, you know, with the CEO and their HR people on, are they communicating with their employees? Do they understand? Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lee Carraher of Double Forte PR and Digital Marketing. Lee, it is awesome to have you on the show. Gresh, I am so looking forward to talking with you today. I am looking forward to it as well. And what I want to do is just read a little bit more about Lee so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Lee is the CEO of Double Forte PR and Digital Marketing. She's known for her practical solutions to big problems. Lee's the author of Millennials in Management, based on her experience with failing and then succeeding at retaining millennials. Her second book, The Boomerang Principle, was published in April of 2017. Lee, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. All right, let's do it. So the first question I had was to hear a little bit more about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. So I started my business in 2002, so 16 years ago, which seems like yesterday in some ways and like eons ago in other ways. I actually wasn't intending to be a entrepreneur CEO with my own business, but basically life got in the way of that. And between my younger son who has special needs and requires a lot more flexibility in my calendar and my schedule than a traditional job, even in high leadership would do. And the fact that my mother was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer in 2002, and I had decided I was going to be with my mom and my dad while she was sick. I live in California. She lives in Wisconsin. It was very clear to me between those two things that I had to be my own boss because I would have to, you know, if I'd taken the jobs that I was Looking at to take, I would have to not be able to go to Wisconsin, which was not an option. So basically, I created Double Forte out of my own need and haven't really looked back since. That makes perfect sense. And obviously, sorry to hear that about your your mom, especially. Thank but you. It's, uh, it's always interesting how sometimes, you know, circumstances, the universe, whatever kind of pushes us in the direction, whether or not we want to go there, kind of puts us in the right path, kind of works out that way. So true. I mean, I've had very large, high profile senior leadership positions, the two jobs before when I started my company, and I just had sort of never thought about it. And then voila, you know, I'm the breadwinner in our house. So, and I had to bring home some bread. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the job, unfortunately or unfortunately. Exactly. So uh, now I wanted to hear, I guess, a little bit more about Double Forte and hear what you guys are doing. How are you serving the clients that you're working with? Sure. So Double Forte, like you said, it's a public relations and digital marketing and influencer marketing firm. We're based in San Francisco. We have a big office in New York. We're, well, when I say big, it's we're independent and we got like 30-something people and we're intentionally small. We serve clients in sort of three broad categories. One is consumer lifestyle, so food and bev, health and wellness, sports and fitness. Uh, accessories, digital life, so video games, MR, AR, VR, apps, and then professional services, organizations, 
and companies that serve other professionals. And what we do for them is, you know, our job is to help our clients get better through communication. So we believe that everything good comes from great communication, great leadership, great engagement, great customer relationships come from great communication. And however we can help our clients in those spaces, we will. So sometimes it's working with internal people on, you know, with the CEO and their HR people on, are they communicating with their employees? Do they understand? Sometimes it's doing media relations and analyst relations and making sure that those people who are reporting about different categories know who our client is and what they're about and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes it's in social media, making sure that how people, companies and people portray themselves on social media is authentic and real and that they're, they're engaging in a very positive, authentic way. That makes perfect sense. And, and now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be like your differentiator, what you feel kind of sets either you or Double Forte apart from everyone else. I think from a differentiator point of view, so my agency, you know, there are lots of agencies in San Francisco and New York. We differentiate ourselves on a couple of things. One is that most of us have been in-house, meaning I have been the client. And when you've been a client served, I think you serve better because, you know, there's a reason agencies get hired is that is to take some weight off the people who are, you know, work for the company. And if, if the agencies don't have that point of view that we're here to serve, they're here to lift weight off your shoulders, you know, agencies can be more trouble than they're worth. And so... We aim to be the easiest agency to work with that brings, you know, positive value all the time. And that's, you know, we can do that because we have a different point of view. That's number one. And number two is that we're super pragmatic. We're just, you know, it's sometimes we lose in, in competitive pitches because it's not very sexy or sizzly. And probably half of the time the, where we lose because of that, people come back around to us later and say, oh, I wish I hadn't spent all that money on that stuff. <laughs> so we're very pragmatic because we you know, we're very focused on the business. You can be super busy in PR and communication and social media and get nowhere. And we will not do those kinds of activities that just have just a, a flash agenda instead of a business agenda. So I think those are the things that differentiate us between us and our competitors in the space. Yeah, I love that. And I love like, uh, I can imagine myself just like, you know, I've heard people, you know, sitting in restaurants or creating something and they're the consumer and they're like, I can do such a better job of doing X, Y, and Z, whether it be, you know, making whatever or creating whatever product. And it kind of sounds like that's what also kind of laid the foundation of Double Forte is because you guys, as you being a consumer, you've been able to kind of create something. And I love the pragmatic aspect as well, because it gets down to the nuts and bolts so that you're able to do what you're actually hoping to do, not all the smoke and mirrors sometimes that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, I think PR in general, social media, is it, for the people who don't do it, it seems really simple. Like, oh, just make a phone call call or post, <laughs> yes. put something on Instagram, you know, and frankly, some of the smartest people I know in the world do what we do for a living and some of the dumbest people I know in the world <laughs> do what we do for a living. And uh, I don't know how good their living is, but in general... You know, I just, uh, I live to be frictionless. So the more we can do things that advance our clients' business goals, the more we're going to be valuable to them. And, and how it pays off for us is, you know, I'm really proud of the fact that most of our clients have been with us, you know, our longest, so we're 16 years old, our long, longest client has been with us for 12 years, our shortest, well, we just signed the client last week, but you know what I mean? <laughs> our average client engagement is over five and a half years, which is two times the national average for agencies. So from my perspective, that means we're doing something good. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that secret sauce is working well, it sounds like. So that's uh, great to hear that you guys have uh, that long-term type of client uh, relationship that you've had for your, from your um, your clients and stuff. So now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an Apple book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as a business owner. You know, I think Audible makes me more efficient. I think the most important thing for a CEO for leaders is to listen and to read and to get new points of view. And, you know, I think the best leaders I know are just voracious readers looking for and and don't believe they know everything. And so they're looking for other inputs. And because I commute, sometimes I'm driving, sometimes in the train, whatever. um, I listen to a lot of books on Audible, on my iPhone. And it's just as a time saver for me to make sure that I'm reading. My goal is to read a book a week and that lets me do it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, especially anybody that's especially go, 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 go. And, you know, like you said, commuting or just, you know, bouncing from meeting to meeting and be able to, you know, listen to a chapter, you know, in between an appointment or something or while you're on your way to your work, whatever it is, that kind of is a, a phenomenal CEO hack that a lot of people could take advantage of. I mean, I think the, you know, there's downtime and then there's, so I try, I usually have two books in place play at a time, you know, and I'm trying to get a, a mix of what's practical. Like, and I, and my company, I have a book club and every quarter I give everybody in the company three books in general. One is, you know, a skill that you need to learn. And one is an idea about what we do for a living. And then one is a different voice that we can learn from either in fiction or in nonfiction. So like this month I gave everybody, or this quarter I gave everybody seven habits for, you know, of highly effective people. Is there any, that's like a standard. Mm-hmm. And, but I realized, you know, if you haven't read it, you haven't read it. You right. got to read it. Right? right. And then a book by Jay Bear and then another book. And so when I have those, so myself, I'm always have like a, something that is a different voice and something that's really like work related, like how to stuff. So when I'm in audio form, I listen to the things that are different voices, not the things where I have to take lots of notes. Although I do find that I'm like, oh, I want to quote that. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> so I have to go back and I, I usually get the book in audible form and either in paper or in Kindle form. So I'm going back and forth between the two. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I do the exact same thing because I always <laughs> find it so hard to get the quote. Oh, that's an amazing gem that I just heard from the book and now I have to find yeah. out. How do I save this so that right. I can share it out and keep it? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, but that's that's absolutely awesome that, you know, obviously you do that, but you also do that for your team. And especially I love the out of the box type thing. So it might be fiction, it might be nonfiction, but something yeah. that kind of gives you that different perspective, which I'm sure translate into all the work that you guys do. Now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. You might've already touched on it, but do you have a word of wisdom or piece of advice? Or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business? Oh my gosh. Well, what I tell my younger business self is trust yourself. Trust yourself more. You know, I think a lot of us have imposter syndrome, even though, you know, here we are, CEOs, we run companies, people work for us. And then, you know, I get together with CEOs, women and men who go, do you believe they follow us? You know? <laughs> so I think more around trusting ourselves, more around trusting ourselves. And if I, you know, if I trust it, I mean, I do trust myself and I have a lot of confidence. And I think the trade-off or the dichotomy is, you know, how you have a healthy ego and listen, imposter syndrome all at the same time. I think, you know, thy name is CEO. <laughs> and I think I would have wasted less time charting my own course if I had trusted myself more. There you go. Yeah, that's definitely a good reminder. And sometimes you think that uh, I always say like if you're a trailblazer or an innovator, sometimes 
you're not quote unquote leading people because it might be so far aligned. But if you continue mm-hmm. to go your path and all of a sudden you turn around and you are leading a bunch of people. Yeah. And you never know when, you know, I think particularly with social, I mean, I, I have had really huge, you know, at when I, my, my last job, I had over 700 people. The job before that I had over 650 people and this job, I have 30 something people in this company. Right. So, but you never know who's listening to you as a leader. You never know. You're always going to have an impact. And, you know, still, like I was in the, literally, I was in the airport the other day coming home from New York and this person who had worked in my team 20 years ago, that's how old I am. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> 20 years ago, came up to me and I sort of recognized the face, but I was like trying to place this face. And, um, you know, he said, you know, I'm so, you know, I'm Jack, whatever. And I worked for you at this company and you said this thing when we had this really crappy day and you said this thing and that has stayed with me forever. And I don't have a clue what I said to this man, (laughs) but it really sort of brought home to me, reminded me that we have great responsibility when we're leaders as well, right? When we're trailing, you know, blazing new trails or or, uh, people are counting on us that our words have heavier weight and they can be used for good or for evil. And the more we can use them for good, the better it is. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And a lot of times, like when you're authentic and in alignment, when you show up that way and everything, no matter where you're at, like you said, you can have that influence that somebody 20 years later can say, oh, I remember when you said X, Y, and Z, and that changed my life or something like that. And, you know, it was like another day. So, I mean, which sounds really like, you know, I understand how flippant that sounds, but mm-hmm. I don't mean it to be flippant. I just mean it to be purposeful. Yeah. Well, no, it makes sense. Like you said, because you never know like what that thing might be everything to somebody else. So sometimes it may not be the same to you, but at the same time, it may influence everybody. So that's why it's so important to kind of understand the platform kind of we all have. I think I'm going to add a hack to though. I'm going to add a hack. Yeah, absolutely. But the other hack is to know yourself. The most important thing I think for leaders is to be self-aware. Right. And the more self-aware we are, the more confident we can be and the better we can be at who we are. And, you know, we all know that leader who thinks they're the greatest, you know, the greatest uh, ping pong player since whoever, right? Since Forrest Gump. And (laughs) they're not. Or they think they're the best writer and they're terrible. But, you know, being self-aware, having, getting real input, doing a 360 on yourself, which is so hard to do when you're the boss, right? How do you get a 360? hiring a coach so they can do it for you, whatever it is, taking, you know, I really like um, different personality tests and uh, assessments. And some of them are for me less valuable than others, but the more I can understand myself and how people might be viewing me, the better leader I can be. So that's my other hack. I love that. I love that. Great reminder. And uh, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition for what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Lee, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO means that I'm getting, you know, I live in a high input, low democracy framework, which means that I am paying lots and lots of attention to what's going on in the marketplace, to the people who work for me and to the customers that we have. And I'm charting a course forward for all of those constituencies based on what I'm listening to and how I'm reasoning it all out. And then I am doing it in a compelling enough way that people come along with me to make it happen. Love that. Definitely a great reminder. And Lee, I truly appreciate 
appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and our listeners know. And then, of course, how best people can get a hold of you and get copies of your book. Oh, well, best place to get hold of me is on my website, leecarraher.com, L-E-E-C-A-R-A-H-E-R.com. You get to my agency, Double Forte, from there. You can find my books, which are also on Amazon and anywhere else you can buy a book. So The Boomerang Principle and Millennials and Management. My blog is there too. And you can find me on Twitter at at Lee Karen and Instagram. And I think I would just say in closing, you know, if communication is the key to leadership and the key to marketing and the key to relationships, the more you can understand yourself and how you communicate, if it's effective or not, the more effective and less friction you'll have in your day. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. And it's an absolutely great reminder. And we'll make sure to have those links as well in the show notes just so that you can follow up with you, Lee. But again, I truly appreciate you and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks so much, Gresh. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.